Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. I did a podcast and an article a little while ago about how we need to interview employees when they come into the company. And I think for far too long, we have accepted some things that maybe we don't need to accept. And I love, I heard a speaker years ago use this statement, and it's one of the best things I've ever heard. He said, you permit what you don't prevent. And I'll never forget that. I was at the ATD conference in San Diego, albeit years ago, and I'll never forget that comment. What you don't prevent, you permit. So I think we need to ask employees, what's it going to be like? What are you going to be like when you join here? Are you a positive person all the time? And I think we need to hold them accountable to that commitment in the interview. Is the interview designed to get the job? Or is the interview really serving the objective of what are we going to get if we hire you? Now, let me reverse it. I think employees need to ask the same questions. So what type of leader are you going to be? Do you yell? Do you get mad? When I tell you things in confidence, does it stay in confidence? Now, I know this sounds really crass and rough, right? Every company, from publicly traded to professional sports teams to agriculture, every single industry will tell me, you know, we're really different. Yet they all deal with the same thing. Attitude, lack of motivation, resistance to feedback, not being engaged, And again, I go back to the things I've been citing in a lot of our podcasts and our articles. 70% of people, according to Gallup, roughly 70% are actively or neutrally engaged, meaning they're either negative or they're just doing their jobs. Now we're hearing all this great, insightful stuff about quiet quitting. Come on. It stems from what you expect from people. If somebody in an interview says, yeah, I'm really, really upbeat and professional and thoughtful all the time. And within two weeks, they're at the water cooler complaining about their boss. We need to look at that person and say, hold on a second. You just made a commitment in the interview. Employees have the same right to ask, what's the culture like? If I were to interview five people, what word would they use to describe the culture? Honestly. When somebody makes a mistake like myself and I join the organization, what's your typical reaction? Let's start interviewing each other. Now, I'm going to call some people out and they are free to comment on this this podcast and I can't wait to see what they say. But, you know, Stephanie Hutchinson, who works with me, Alyssa Nowak, who works with me. You know, I expect in a company that people are transparent In my company, being honest and thoughtful all the time. Now, I don't yell. I don't scream. I don't typically get mad. But I expect a lot. We're a speedboat. And I'm convinced when we join companies, we need to understand what kind of boat we're getting in. 
See, when you're a big, big company, you're an ocean liner and people can hide. The reason I love to use the ocean liner analogy is that people don't even feel the waves hitting the boat, even when the economy gets tough. Now, if you're a yacht, a mid-sized boat, yeah, you can get a little seasick. You can feel the boat moving around. And I often tell people who join my company, we're a speedboat. You're going to make tons of mistakes. Don't worry about it. Flip the boat over and keep going. And so we have to set those expectations, whether you're a speedboat, a yacht, an ocean liner, and we need to prepare people. And we need in the interview process to set expectations. Now, look, we don't do any work in interviewing or anything like that. Yet our onboarding is so tactical. It's so driven towards the job expectations. We need to onboard, which starts the coaching process, to behavioral expectations. So one of the best questions I think we can ask of ourselves and ask of other people is, how often do you seek feedback and how do you react to it when you disagree with it? See, people dismiss feedback based on agreement or disagreement. They don't look at it as, an opportunity to alter that perception. So when we're coaching and creating coaching cultures, I think it has to start at the interview stage, the onboarding stage, and then the continuous employment stage. And we have to encourage both parties to ask each other those thoughtful yet direct questions, such as what are you going to be like when we hire you? What are you going to be like as a boss if you hire me? And I once suggested that to somebody and they came back and said, you know, I asked that question to the person interviewing me and he seemed very put off. And, you know, I'm a little upset. I I didn't have an opportunity at the job. And I looked at this person and I said, so let me understand something. You asked him what he was going to be like and he seemed put off. Do you think that might be a future indicator of his leadership? And all of a sudden she had that aha moment. She said, oh yeah, you're right. So we have to not just interview each other to put each other on the heels, but to understand what we can expect from each other. Look, there isn't a job description in the world that says, please complain, please bitch and moan about things, and please undermine people. Please, for Pete's sake, if you have an opinion about upper-level management, make sure you find the local water cooler and complain as much as you possibly can. Now, I bet you're laughing a little bit. Yet, that's what happens. So we have to offset that. We have to be candid with people so they're candid with themselves. We also, as leaders, have to be open to those questions. What do you like? Now, when someone asks me, and rarely does anyone ever ask me, but Stephanie Hutchinson, when she joined our company, she said, you know, I'm working with other coaches. What's it like with you? I said, I joke around a lot. We're not in a stressful business. No one's calling me with a medical emergency. No one's calling me with our file server went down. We're in the business of helping people. It's a great business. We're devoted to our clients, but we don't have emergencies per se. And I'll never forget that. And she goes, oh, wow, that's a great way of looking at it. And we've worked really well together. So again, you cannot inspect what you don't expect. What you don't prevent, you permit. Make sure that you're strategic asking good coaching questions at the interview stage, the onboarding stage, and the continuous workplace stage. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign seven to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.